1: All right, sports fans, welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. I say it every week. I'll continue to say it. I am not Pez. I am not the guy making the picks. I'm Jeff Hartman, Joining me is the guy that makes the picks. Pez, what's up? How's it going? Uh,
2: another another winning week in the NFL, Jeff. Uh, Washington, you know, kind of put a damper on our on our good yep. weekend, and I'm still hurting a little bit from it. The uh, the Blue, they they kicked my ass a little bit, and you know, I got to give them credit. They played hard. Yeah um i mean i 'm still a believer in Mike Penix jr though and we got a theme for the week for the NFL Jeff, uh in the gambling world, our office is the living room it's your home you got your notepad used to be a newspaper now you got your ipad you got your phone home is is where you make your money hope teams in the playoffs big advantage and we're going to be rolling with that with the four games we have this week, except for one yeah and that that one a uh, little bit suspicious uh uh, hopefully we come out on the right side of that. But I love the home teams this week, Jeff. And, and you know, home is where the heart is. That's what they say.
1: We will talk about it, but let's start off with last week, a recap like we always do of the picks from last week. Let's start with the NCAA National Championship. Let's talk about Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies who did not step up their game. Big-time losers to Michigan. And you think about Michigan's win over Alabama, goes to overtime. You have SEC versus Big Ten. Uh, that's obviously two big conferences, super conferences. We know this is the last year for the Pac-12. And you're thinking, okay, Washington's going to get a chance to kind of stamp their own legacy here. And they were not able to get it done. Michigan outclassed them, I think, in every single facet. Pennix was clearly injured and banged up. Uh, sure. But it just didn't look the same, and we lose that one. Washington got four and a half points, and it didn't matter. Michigan runs away with it. What were your thoughts
2: I mean, if you watch that game, Jeff, it was a lot closer than that final score showed. Late in that third quarter, they're down seven. I think it was twenty thirteen. Penix Jr. dropped one of the best passes I've seen in college in years. I thought he was throwing it into the roof. Ball went up, probably about a hundred feet. Came down, perfect pass, touch pass. I mean, they were on the, they were driving. Right guard got beat. A little bit of a hold. A little bit of a tight call. The Michigan D backs get hard on the on the uh the Washington receivers. So I thought it was a little tight. He probably did grab the guy. The damn broke after that play. I, I was I was a little bit impressed with Washington. They're definitely outclassed in a lot of ways. That coach held them together for a long time. I mean, second and third quarter, they played that team pretty even. You know, and in the end, Penix, you know, without a solid running game, he he got beat up in that game. But I still like that guy. If I was Chicago, I'd be taking a look at him. I know New England's probably taking a look at him. I think they're sitting at three, and and that kid is a good quarterback. And you know, he took it like a man after the game, and I, I respect that. And you know, Michigan deserved that win. Their their O line and D line, they held tight, and and they made enough big plays down the stretch to pull it out for sure.
1: There's a lot of people on our Instagram feed that are waiting for you to say that. They're Michigan fans that have been harping on us for the last two weeks with. Uh, <laughs> The, the Alabama law, or the, they win over Alabama, and then obviously us going against Michigan there. But Michigan wins, we lose, we finish NCAA 18-12-2. That's just since we started this podcast. So Pez is Not best bad. for the NFL do- date all the way back to week one when he was on the call sheet with KT Smith. But NCAA, since we started this podcast, 18-12-2, I don't think that's bad. We actually knocked it out of the ballpark for the bowl season for the most part. Uh, just uh, yeah, the Alabama loss and then the national championship were really our only blemishes in bowl season. So Pez, were you happy with NCAA the first time going through?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, losing that last game stings, Jeff. And you know, yeah. to the Michigan to the Michigan whiners, I I've been a Michigan guy a long time. I was a big Desmond Howard fan. I was a big Fab Five guy. Uh, I just didn't like the coach and. And I think he'll be knocking on the doors some of these Seattle, New England job openings. So, man, they might be hitting me up on that Instagram and and telling me I was right about something there. I don't know where his loyalties are, but they definitely deserve that win. We're yeah. happy with that season. And in the gambling world, if you get over sixty percent earnings on your season, you're a happy camper. Uh, there is no game in the casino world or the gambling world where where you you come close to sixty percent some advantage. So. It, and it, it was a tough year, and I, I think the Pac-12 was a little bit better. We rode that Pac-12 a lot. Did. Uh, I think they kind of represented themselves pretty well. And I, I think, you know, next year we'll see what happens with the leagues getting all tossed up. And bowl season, I think we did really well. When you when you get into this transfer portal and these coaches flipping now, it, it's a, it's a freaking minefield. Yeah. Um, I, I never had a college bowl season like we looked at this year. You didn't really do your research. So we're happy with that. But back to the real league, Jeff, the NFL, that's where the money's made. That's where the that's get, right. real gambling world is. Saturday, Saturday's for fun. Sunday's where you, you make your money. Well, well. this week we get NFL Saturday, Sunday, and money. It's a great weekend. Best weekend Absolutely. of the
1: year. Yeah, and so let's talk about the picks. Last week we went 2-1. Let's talk about the winners first. We had the Texans giving a point to the Colts at home. That was Saturday night. The Texans and C.J. Stroud win, punch their ticket into the playoffs. Uh, now they are going to host the Cleveland Browns. We'll talk about that game shortly but what was your takeaway from C.J. Stroud in a must-win game going against Gardner Minshew?
2: I mean, super impressed with that Stroud guy. Uh, you know, and he's doing it without many weapons at all. I mean, he does not have a legitimate one receiver playing right now, running game, suspect. O-line played pretty well for him and, and limited his hits, and the guy's carrying a concussion injury from a few weeks back, so that's important. But that that guy I was texting with, you know, one of my old my old uh, partners in crime in the gambling world, the action man. And, you know, we were talking. I, I think that guy's playing as high level quarterback as anybody in the league right now. He mm-hmm. might be the best quarterback in the league at this moment. That kid is awesome. Uh, I think he was 18, 18 for 20 or something like that. And, you know, that's an impressive game for a kid. Ending the year with some injuries and a pressure moment. And, you know, he he, he earned that win for sure. That was a fun game to watch. And I can't wait to watch this kick in, in the coming years.
1: Yeah. I think it was the first play from scrimmage with Stroud to, uh, Nico Collins, like a 75 yard touchdown pass and just kind of set the tone awesome. for the rest of the game. It was a good game. And like I said, Colts are out. Texans are in. Let's go to another game that was a not win and in situation because the Buffalo Bills had already been in the playoffs by the time Sunday night football came around. However, they went down to Miami. They took care of business. They beat the dolphins, even though they were giving three and they therefore win the AFC East are the number two seed in the AFC playoffs. Really turn things on their head. We took the bills. Minus three, we win. What were your thoughts on the Sunday night game?
2: I mean, we learned a lot in that game, Jeff. That one was the one I was worried about the most going into the weekend. And, and uh, my, my worries were, were getting deeper by halftime. Buffalo looked terrible. They looked like a team that had been under pressure for five, six weeks and looked like a team that, you know, when you have five, six good games in a row, you're going to have a donkey. And they were putting up a donkey early. They showed that they can win when they do not have their best game. And I think they kind of exposed the, the Dolphins once again. Uh, maybe not as good as we all thought they were at the beginning of the year. When when you lose to a team's B team on the road in the Buffalo Bills, you, you might not be an elite team. And I, I think we we're taking some of that information with both of those teams going into this weekend. Uh, I, I, a lot of injuries on Miami. I think that's going to come back to haunt them. It has the last couple of weeks and, and going into this week. I think that that's something we're going to have to take a look at.
1: Yeah. So the bills, I mean, like you said, Josh Allen, the first half looked atrocious. There were throws that he made where you're just thinking, what the Oof. hell is this guy doing? Uh, but Miami also never really got anything going. Nope. They never really did much offensively. And, and for a high powered team, they continue to struggle against good teams. I believe they only have one win against teams that made the postseason this year. And so that's going to be very telling, and we're going to be picking that game against the Kansas City Chiefs coming up here in a second. But let's talk about the game that you missed in the NFL, and that was the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Titans. I did tell you that Trevor Lawrence could be throwing the ball to the wrong team. He had two interceptions, very costly. The Jaguars lose this game outright. The Tennessee Titans helped the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills they punched their ticket because of that. Therefore we lose this one. Cause you had the Jaguars minus five and a half.
2: You know, We talked Jeff. Uh, the, the guy I said, I was most worried about going to that game was Mike Rabel. I mean, that's a son of a bitch kind of guy. That's a guy you get into a, <laughs> you get into a fight with a guy like that. You got to run him over with your car twice. Uh, you know, I'm kicking myself a little bit. I heard his presser and he said, you know, I don't like effing losing. And, you know, I, I, I thought a little bit that was just a little bit of talk, and maybe they'd come out and sit. Probably their best first half of the whole season. They were running reverses. They're running flea flickers.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, quarterback looked like a young man again out there, Tannehill. Derrick Henry looked like, a, you know, he looked three, four years ago. And maybe they knew it was Rabel's last game. I mean, maybe that, you know, that's something I wish I would have known. Uh, in fact, let's contact the FFSN legal department. Let's file another claim against the NFL, Jeff. <laughs> I think they withheld that information. That, that's a bunch of BS when you're gambling. They were awesome. Haven't said that. Yeah. That is uh, the kid from days of confused. Look, he might've smoked a little of that, that wacky tobacco before the game, Jeff. He was horrible. They, they had that They almost tied that game up late. Yeah. Down eight and they, you know, get stopped on the goal line and, yeah, uh, you know, I've always been a Tennessee fan since Rabel's been there, and I like that system they ran. I think Henry's going to be gone. I think that whole team's going to be gone. So, you know, good for them. Uh, survived that week, and, you know, last week of the season, the minefield, I was kind of pissed off a little bit at that Jags, and my buddy reminded me, 66%. You know, again, that's the mark of, of what you want gambling. 66 or better is big time. So, 2-1, we'll take it, Jeff. We, uh, yeah. what, what do we end the year with? We had, we had a pretty solid NFL?
1: We ended the regular season 41, 27 and two. So that's, that's, those are good picks. I, I don't care what anyone that's, says. Those are good picks. Those are better than the national guys, what they're doing.
2: We're, uh, you know, closing in 65%, I think something along those lines. We'll take mm-hmm. it, Jeff. that's a winner. Absolutely. I had a buddy, uh, I, I, I can't mention any names, Jeff, because I don't know if, um, this is one of the legal sites you can gamble with, but he, he headed over to to the local florist, is what we call them, and, and picked up about twenty eight hundred dollars. Going to be taking that out west to the mountains on a little ski trip. Uh, a lot of people cashed in some picks, some Pez's picks. I'm going to be getting some free dinners coming up, Jeff. Nice. You know, maybe over to Lang City, Philadelphia. These guys owe me some bucks. South Philly, it's shrinking, but the old community is still there. Maybe we'll head over to Dante's and Luigi's. I don't know if you ever been the original yeah. Italian restaurant in in America. We even had a mob hit one time there. Jeff, guy got one of the bosses got gunned down in the restaurant. So uh, big, week, big last week of the season. We're proud of that NFL mark. I'm more excited about this week going in, Jeff. I think this week we've got four solid games. I'm excited about every one of them. You know, They tell you when you're real excited about your picks, maybe hesitate a little bit before you put your plays in. I'm saying lock and load, Jeff. I think you oh. go in this week hard. Uh, A lot of advantages out there. Can't wait to talk about these games.
1: Well, I got to be honest with you. I looked at your picks. I agree with two out of the four. There's a couple that I'm like, I'm not sure about. Well, let's talk about it. We're going to go in chronological order as it pertains to when these games are actually going to happen. The first, the first playoff game, which will happen on Saturday is the Browns going to the Houston Texans. This is the one game you said, you know, every day, stay at home, stay in, in the playoffs. You like home. This is the one game that you have the road team, the Browns, who are giving two points to the Texans on the road. You like Cleveland, Joe Flacco, and that defense of Cleveland to go down to Houston, get the job done against that rookie quarterback. You like the Browns minus two. Go ahead and explain yourself.
2: I mean, going into this this playoff season, Jeff, there's two teams in the league are probably playing, maybe three. Maybe you want to throw San Fran in there a little bit, but I think they've stumbled. They're a little bit maybe worse than they were a month, month and a half ago. Cleveland Browns and Baltimore Ravens are riding higher than anybody in that league. They're coming in in the best form they've been in. For the Browns, I mean, they're looking like a team that that that's going to be tough to beat, even on the road. I still think their defense is a little bit better than Baltimore's. Uh, the numbers and the data kind of show that. When you when you look what I man C.J. Stroud and and Houston's going to have to to do, they're going to have to go up against number one ranked overall defense in the league. Number two defense in the league against the pass. Number 11 defense against the rush. Coming in this game, Houston, not a good team rushing the ball. So it's going to force C.J. to throw that ball. I, I don't think there's a better secondary in the league. It is a very difficult thing to, to defend the pass these days. You cannot touch those receivers. They've got athletes. They've got 3-4 deep at corners, safety. I, I think it's going to be tough for C.J. to move that ball. I think Flacco... I think the running game, they're going to pound that ball. They're going to control the clock. And uh, I think Houston, last week was their Super Bowl, right? I mean, that kid came out of nowhere this year, lit the league up. I think this is a week you take a little bit of an exhale. Browns gave himself a bye week last week. That's huge. Everybody got a good rest. They haven't played in two weeks, especially Flacco. I mean, I think that guy's, what, 40 years old or something right now. So mm-hmm. probably had a little goal bond or something, whatever he had to put on that throwing arm. And as long as all the receivers are healthy – I think Cleveland's going to be very tough to watch. I've been checking the report. Uh, it looks like everybody's playing. Um, Amari Cooper—he didn't practice, but I'm reading that he's he's dressing, and you know he's got that kind of like uh, you know heel turf turf heel kind of situation. But I don't know, Jeff. I, I've played a lot of sports. If your heel hurts, that ain't an important part of your body. It's not like your heart. They're going to jack that thing up with something probably legal, maybe illegal. Who knows? He won't even feel that heel until Tuesday. So. Big week for Flacco, Amari, and I think Cleveland's going to roll out of this thing big winner. I think that, I think that line's a little bit of a gift. I get on that early. I think it's going to go up four or five, maybe before uh, kickoff. I really do.
1: So you always say this. What is the number one thing that can derail a pick? Turnovers. Well, well, no one that's turned true. it over more than Cleveland this year. No one. And Joe Flacco has averaged, I think, two interceptions a game he's played in. He has. I look at this and think. If there's a game that could be an upset special, it's this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can see that line of thought. If you Look at, you know, the, the defense of, of the Houston Texans against the pass, coming in 25th in the league, surrendering 255 yards a game. I think the strengths of Cleveland match up great against the weaknesses of Houston. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like every advantage there. Would I like C.J. Stroud maybe on Cleveland? I don't know. I think right now Cleveland is a team that needs a veteran quarterback. Those guys reacted to him. He stabilizes that offense, and he does. Gut, he's a gunslinger, Jeff. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times that guy's making plays, and I, I think you're going to live with that with that defense. They know he might throw three touchdowns. He might throw a pick or two, and I think they're going to live with that and take the clock. and And I love them this week. I do.
1: Yeah, and and honestly. If Joe Flacco doesn't turn the ball over, I think that they win. It's just that there's the part of that game with Flacco just airing it out and they are going to throw the ball. Don't think they oh, will. Yeah. Um, that'll be interesting. So you have the Browns minus two. Let's go to the next game, which is going to be Saturday night, only on Peacock, which I hate. I've been saying it on every podcast I've done. The NFL's <laughs> screwing fans by making them get a streaming service to watch a playoff game. Nonetheless, the Chiefs are getting three and a, giving three and a half points against the Miami Dolphins. Let's talk about the weather here before we go any further. The The real feel is supposed to be, I'm sorry, the actual temperature is supposed to be in the single digits with a wind chill of minus teens, 13, 14, 15 degrees windy. Miami is not used to that. Miami's no. used to 60 degrees right now and sunny. You like the Chiefs minus three and a half. I agree with this pick, but go ahead and explain yourself.
2: I mean, I, I love it, Jeff. You know, And, and I get your thoughts on the Peacock. I watch TV with my wife now. We try to watch these shows, whether it's Hulu, Peacock. I'm working again. I'm trying to fast forward through commercials. I pay to get rid of the commercials. Some of them are on there. Some aren't. We're getting scammed again, Jeff. We have like four channels we're going to watch this NFL. (laughs) Aside from that, I'm getting worked up. Uh, We talk about form and how the team's rolling in. Miami's offense and and that team's form going in is weak. I think last week. Last week was like getting beat up after you see your girlfriend cheating on you on the same day or something for that team. They looked beat after that game. And, you know, I, I hate to talk about it. It's a horrible thing for anybody to go through. I wish I would have seen this before the podcast. I would have told everybody to double down on their bet, maybe lock of the week, maybe money line. Uh, Tyreek Hill, would you get an image of your best player in an ankle boot watching his house burn down with his family? I mean, could you – could you have worse mojo going into a game? Seriously, that dude, yeah. he was limping on and off the field last two weeks. Two was throwing two picks in each game. They're running back core that was the strength of their team first five weeks. I mean, I think every one of them is injured right now. Uh, Kansas City haven't been great, you know, and you know, we, we've seen more of uh, celebrations from Taylor and and Mahomes' wife right? Taylor Swift and Mahomes' wife dancing up in the box than we have from Kelsey and Mahomes scoring touchdowns. Having said that. I think that the big strength of this team that is going under look for Kansas City is their defense. Their defense comes into this game above average. And I think in a lot of ways it's carried them. Um, offense is definitely not what it was, but when you look at overall defense, passing, they come in top five. Rushing they come in about middle of the pack. Points allowed, they're second in the league. Kansas City only giving up 17 points a game. Huge number. When you got a team in Miami like you said, coming from, you know, that's a gorgeous place, Miami. Any, any town you're in, in Miami, you're on vacation. These guys got to go. I think single digits is the high real temp. They're going to be yeah. playing minus 10, minus 20. I'm in the mountains a lot. Your body does not function the same if you're not used to it. My brother lives in Fort Lauderdale. He comes up in, up in July, comes up to visit us here at the Jersey Shore. Him and his daughter can't go in the water. They tell me it's too cold, 72 degrees. The, the blood changes. He tells me all the time, Jeff. I think it's a scientific fact. You live in Florida, your blood changes. You cannot handle the cold. I always make a big deal about this too. They're going to have heaters. Guys are going to look soft and be putting jackets on them. Kelsey will be out there and like you no know, no shirt on. They'll be running around like because it's home game. Yeah, we might we get lucky. It'll be windy and snowy. I think Kansas City kind of comes back to normal a little bit. And you know I got a lot of faith in Andy Reid. Andy Reid, you know, tactically maybe still the best coach in that league. Guys, awesome. Uh, wins big games. And, you know, this is another team took a break last week. Uh, They had time to rest and and get healthy. And, you know, I think Kelsey really needed that the most. You look at his dad and step slower this year. You know, partying a little bit too much on that Taylor Swift trade. Who who knows what that guy's doing? After the game, he's flying to Vegas. He's in some mansion. Who knows? So I think playoffs, this team gets back to being serious. And and I, I like that defense carry through this week.
1: Well, you said about Mike Vrabel earlier in the show and that, oh, I wish I would have known that. There are reports that Andy Reid, this might be his last season, that he might step away and retire. So this yep. pick might have a little bit more significance than just sure. taking the, the Chiefs minus three and a half. But you like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs as well. Let's go to the next game, which I care a lot about, and that's the the Bills and Steelers in Orchard Park, New York. Uh, the, the weather there is not supposed to be good either. Windy. Chance of snow, not is not not like a it's not supposed to be like a blizzard, but they're, they're supposed to get some lake effect snow. The bills are this is the largest spread of Wild Card weekend. The bills are giving the Steelers ten points. And I'm shocked. You're saying take the bills minus ten. Uh, I, go ahead, explain yourself.
2: I hate to do it. Uh, you know, and I, I'm a Steelers guy, Jeff. I, my earliest football picture, I got a Steelers leather sleeved felt jacket with the print on my heart. I like that team. Immaculate reception, Terry Bradshaw, big fan. Mm -hmm. Jack Lambert, you know, I mean, I I respect that organization a lot. Uh, You know, and I talked with KT Smith about this on the call sheet. Tomlin, I think he's a winner. I think his tactics may be a little bit old school, but you got to give it to him. Guys got to the playoffs. A couple things I'm suspicious about. uh, You know, you look at their results coming in, they've beaten the Bears, the Vikings, the Panthers. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. No, they've they've beaten. uh, they beat the Ravens JV team. They have beat some suspicious teams coming in. They're, they're creeping in, maybe limping in with, with a Mason there. And I don't know, Jeff. I hate to say it, but the glaring thing here, TJ Watt. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's like a that's, – that's maybe as big – that's worse than them losing their quarterback, right? I mean, that guy's the heart and soul of that team. What's he have, 19-20 sacks?
1: 19.
2: I mean, you know, that's tough to replace. And if the JV Baltimore team can move the ball on them, I think they're going to struggle moving the ball against the Bills. That Bills team had a bad week, still won, going to be at home. Talk about the boost in that team. They went from coming into that game, losing their the playoffs, to their hosting, uh, probably, you know, you could argue in the AFC, the weakest team going into the playoffs. I I love it. I think 10 right now is a bargain. I think that number jumps to 11 or 12. Um, You know, and I I get on that early. I, I get on that as early as I can. I hate to do it. I think the cold probably probably doesn't help or hurt either team, right? They're no. both cold weather teams. Yeah. So I think TJ, I mean, every, everybody was down for that injury. I hate to see that with that guy. It'd be fun to see what he could do against Allen, but I don't know how you replace him.
1: You don't replace him. And Mike Tomlin said that on Tuesday. It's a it's a by-committee approach. They're going to have to be creative. Don't underscore the potential of Mika Fitzpatrick coming back. All-pro safety, he would definitely sure. help. Josh Allen, what do we say about Joe Flacco? How can you lose these games? turn it over Joe and Josh sure. Allen has been huge. I'll say this. I think you're going to miss this pick. I'm not saying that the Steelers are going to win, but I think they're going to keep I it I like close. it. It's going to be, it's going to be key in the first half. If the Steelers can keep it even remotely close, it's going to be close throughout. But sure. in the last three playoff games, the Steelers have played and they've surrendered over 40 points in each. They all, they all have been had their doors blown off in the first quarter. that's that's going to be a big indicator for the Steelers, but you'd have the bills minus 10. That's a Sunday at one o'clock game again in Buffalo.
2: Look for Josh Allen to to use his legs a lot in this game, you know, and him using those legs is going to loosen things up for that passing game. Um, And you're right. I mean, that guy plays, you know, with a lot of heart, you know, anybody turn the ball over the playoffs, you're going to be tough to cover any game, you know? So I think Mason Rudolph more likely to turn the ball over than, than Josh Allen. Uh, Mason, you know what do you have last week? 130 yards or something passing? I mean, uh,
1: yeah. Well, I mean those conditions were awful. I mean sure, I that was a sure. torrential downpour and 38 degrees. It was horrible conditions. Last I time.
2: love the loyalty, Jeff. If you yeah. if you bet against the the Eagles, you know I'd I'd have to curse at you or something. So I love <laughs> the loyalty. I hate doing it too. This hurts me. I mean this is almost as bad <laughs> as taking my cockroaches, which is going to pain me too. But but I I get it. And you know the playoffs are great. All These games are great. They should be tight. These lines are going to be dialed in. The playoff lines—they look at them a couple different times because there's so much focus on these lines. You figure you have—you you, you drop down to what do we have? Two, four, five games this weekend. They—they mm-hmm. they, they are measuring these lines. They're not—they're not trying to give anybody any advantage at all. And I think we're going to see some tight games, and this could be one of them. But I like—I like the Bills going away.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have six total games. It's, it's a phenomenal weekend of football. Um Last one. Your last pick. I can't believe you're doing this. You're taking the Cowboys, the cockroaches, as uh, you call them. They're spotting us touchdown to the Packers, seven total points. And this is the Mike McCarthy Bowl, and you're taking the Cowboys at home. I don't blame you. They haven't lost at home yet this year. They always you know, blow teams out at home. You're saying take the Cowboys minus seven.
2: You know, I got ahead of myself a little bit, Jeff, talking about Steelers. I confused them. Green Bay, Th- these are the wins coming in. Bears, Vikings, Panthers, they lost to the Bucks. I mean, that's three wins in a row. That's good, but but you're you're beating three teams. And, you know, the Bears' win was solid. I'll I'll give them that. And that's a good win for Jordan Love. But going on the road, coming up, I mean, they're four and five on the road this year, Green Bay. As you said, Dallas, 8-0. I think Dallas is covering, uh, you know, 65%, 70% of their games right now. Uh, I I just don't see Green Bay having the firepower. I don't see their defense having the ability to stop Dallas' offense. Balanced, especially at home, indoors. Uh, I mean, you know, you look at the data. Dallas top five team offense and defense going into this. Number one team in the league in scoring points. They're putting up 30 a game. You know, that's going to be tough for Green Bay to keep up with. Defense, Dallas number five, giving up 18 a game. Uh, I, you know, I just don't see Green Bay being on the move ball and keep up with this team. I don't. I think they were another one happy to get in like Houston. Their Super Bowl was last week. Jordan Love put a stamp on the season ending the Rogers here. There was a lot of pressure on him mid season. They were already talking about, you know, maybe get rid of that dude. So big win for him I think it ends this week. And I, I like, I like the cockroaches, like you said, blowing teams out at home. I wouldn't be shocked. This sucker's over at halftime, you know, and that, that's what we're banking on.
1: Yeah. So let's recap the picks for the playoffs. The wild card round. Cleveland Browns minus two at the Houston Texans, take the Browns. Chiefs, minus three and a half at home versus the Dolphins. Frigid temperatures take the Chiefs. Bills at home versus the Steelers spotting 10. You're saying take the Bills. And then lastly, the Dallas Cowboys at home playing the Packers. Dallas giving seven. You're saying take the Dallas Cowboys. You stayed off of the Birds. The Birds are they're in trouble. They are in some serious, serious trouble. I'm just going to say that at the end of the show. You don't have to go into it, but you should be concerned, is what I'll say.
2: Well, Jeff, you know, looking at my birds, I I, I wasn't as concerned till this last week and this week. I mean, we talked about it. guys shouldn't address anybody.
1: Yeah, you, you Jalen, did. You Hertz said that.
2: With I don't know if the picture is correct or not. Or I don't know if it's been CGI'd. There's a picture going around of Jalen Hurts' finger. It looks like it got put through like a deep press. press. Uh, you got AJ Hurt, and obviously the offense and defense. No, nobody's playing, Jeff. Yeah. You know, and I'm hearing rumors of trouble in the locker room. They're re- they're re- revolting all the coaches a little bit, kind of like watching you know like a couple breaking up. It's hard to watch. Haven't said that for a bonus pick, Jeff. Oh boy, I- I'm going to say a little money on the birds.
1: What is the what line? is the line?
2: Well, I think now uh, we're we're laying three. I think at this point, you know, which tells me Vegas the algorithms are still saying. Birds are a more talented team. I still think the Birds have as much talent as anybody in the NFC. Uh, you know, can they rally? Can Sirianni rally? You know, there's talk of getting rid of that guy. You know, Philly, we're, we're quick reactors to stuff. Uh, obviously, the coordinators were not a good decision this year. Can they figure out something this week? Are those veterans going to rally that team? They didn't look too unhappy on the sideline. Kelsey Johnson, it, and you uh, know, as long as Jalen's throwing hand is, is healthy and that ball is not affected. I mean, we, we took care of Tampa pretty easy earlier this year down there. Not a bad place to play on the road. Fans are kind of happy to be living in Tampa. Beautiful place. They got a little fun street down there. I think it's called e, Ebor or EHOR City or something. They got a they got a freaking pirate ship in the end zone. That's a happy place to play. So for the Eagles, I think it was the best situation. They're playing the weakest team to get into the playoffs, even though they're on the road. I, you know, I I hesitate to put money on teams that are having internal strife. You know, I'm not going to bet on a divorced couple to, you know, really, really be fun couple to go out with. So I would be cautious. I would figure out a way to get some money involved, whether it be a parlay, maybe you wrap the over with, with Detroit and the Rams and night before, maybe the under, you know, you look at, look at some stuff, legs, legs had a bad week last week, Jeff, he's blaming me claims. I owe him $20 on this big parlay. So <laughs> uh, I, maybe i'll put something together we can we can send out before the the click off this week a, a yeah. legs parlay special
1: that's that's dude we'll have it on uh, fansforsports.com. if pez gets me the parlay i'll write it up for sure and hopefully good. this bonus goes better than last week's bonus which is the u20 juniors championship the us at finland uh european ice surface doesn't matter us wins the gold finland does not so hopefully y'all didn't put your money on that one
2: well, you know, Fast Eddie Felson sent me some cryptic uh, text. He said the Europeans let us down. I thought I was in an episode of The Sopranos or something. I thought I said <laughs> illegal cars coming over. I-, I forgot all about that play. God doesn't know what he's talking about, Jeff. That big rink, the Americans. You know who- what were we thinking? We said they they play like young blood. We should have given them a bigger rink. That guy likes spinning and Rob Lowe. You know, tough. Yeah. To take your eyes off that guy. My wife still thinks he's handsome.
1: <laughs> all right, very good. Any final thoughts on Wildcard Weekend before we call it a show?
2: Jeff, get ready for a great weekend. You know, we had some rough weather on the East Coast this week. Uh, I think, you know, again, it's going to be cold. Get together some good food, some beverages. Saturday NFL, to me, is the best. We was a 4.30 game and an 8.30 game. Yep. It's going to be better. This is the little advice to all the men out there. You take your wife and your family out to a nice breakfast Saturday morning. You get up early, too. You tell the wife Friday night, let's get up 7.30. You get it done by noon maybe go walk the zoo or something wife will tell you take the day off jeff i do it all the time i hope my wife's not listening breakfast gives you the afternoon and <laughs> of night off they smile at you even a little bit tell you you're a good man that's My That's recommendation go out and buy some pancakes you get the whole saturday going you know maybe maybe tip your first cold one around four o'clock you know that way you don't go too crazy
1: love the i love the family advice that's great that's great all right pez uh until next week hope those picks pull up uh, pan out for you uh
2: I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment.
4: That is a harsh lesson in business.
3: Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I
4: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech.
0: It opened up so
3: many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal.
4: Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
3: plus.